This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary with you. Rico, what's up? Hello. How's it going, man? I'm going great, dude. That's good. I'm doing great. I'm glad. Happy hour sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting in Waverly. They bring your best ideas to life from concept to completion. Your project is their priority. Get a quote today by visiting empire-fence.com or call 402 682 76 Five eight. Also, shout out to Good Sense. It's Good Sense Friday here at ninety three seven. The tickets. So appreciate uh, Good Sense Subs and the Pillar Restaurant Group for providing our staff with sandwiches um, every Friday for our hosts and staff. Good Sense Subs. Visit any of their five locations in Lincoln today. Okay, Delicious. so we have some stuff to get to. Yes. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Sarah Heyman Text Line. Both those on before you guys. The uh, entire hour. Um, okay, so this just came out actually from Major League Baseball. Hmm. Los Angeles Dodgers starter Trevor Bauer has received a two-year suspension from Major League Baseball. Um, I forgot about Trevor Bauer. I did too. The last thing I remember about Trevor Bauer was him chucking a baseball over the center field wall in, in, at Kauffman Stadium. Was he a Dodger then? Or no. was he with the He was Cleveland, with the Indians. Then Indians, now Guardians. Yes. That... We, I don't remember. Did he even pitch for the Dodgers? Like, yeah, I think so. I, I want to say he did for a while. I, I just cannot. They spent all that money on him. Yeah, I just can't see him in Dodger blue. Well, yeah, they spent all that money on him, and and then you know he is not a great, yep, so not a great dude. So with the Dodgers, he pitched in seventeen games. Or no, was he with the Reds when he uh, chucked the ball over? No, that would have been no. Right he now. was with Cleveland. So in uh, seventeen games with the Dodgers. So remember. He's a guy that signed for $28 million a year um, in 2021. I'm trying to find lock. Okay, so three-year, $102 million contract with opt-out options after 2021 and 2022. Um, okay, so on July 2nd, Major League Baseball placed Bauer on administrative leave while internal investigation was opened into sexual assault allegations. Um, at the time the allegations were made public, Bauer had a eight an 8-5 eight and five record and a 2.5 ERA in 17 starts. He led Major League Baseball with 107 and two-thirds innings pitched and 137 strikeouts. Um, on September 10th, Major League Baseball and the Players Union agreed to extend Bowers' leave through the remainder of the 2021 season. Uh, previously, the extensions had been made on a week-by-week basis. So, oh, here it is. So why are we just now hearing about it now? Major League Baseball's investigation into Bauer was suspended due to the lockout and he began the season on continued administrative leave as the investigation continued. Mm. So that's why we didn't hear about it before. Um, so once again, that was not what I was expecting to start with, but 402-464-5685, once again, Trevor Bauer placed on uh, suspension for two years from Major League Baseball, 
and we'll see if he uh, decides to try it again after that. Um, because administrative leave, I want to say he still had pay. Yeah, I believe. So, he I mean, he he pay. was he was just chilling over there. Which um, I mean, the even, you know, two years. Same thing with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, two years without pay. I don't think really is going to do much when you were getting paid $28 million a year. That's a good point. So, actually, speaking of just pay and, and signing bonuses and things like that, I looked up last night during the draft. It's always fascinating to me. Uh, once again, 402-464-5685. Hit us up on Twitter, Nick underscore Saner, and at Radio Rico AC as well. It's always interesting to me on draft night. Number one, how uh, long the draft takes. Round this one, one. Was, Round one was, well, it could have gone a lot quicker if they would actually have just gotten yeah. to the picks when they got in because the picks were getting in fast and furious teams were like i know who i want this is who which, i want send it in and then the nfl and roger goodell were like yo chill which greeny so i didn't mind mike greenberg on which broadcast did you watch did you watch the espn ES, okay so did i was wingo on channel eight uh i don't know there was the espn and then there was the nfl network i watched the espn okay. broadcast with booger and greeny so there were there were a couple thoughts with the espn network or espn one because I, I love Lou Riddick. Lou Riddick is is really really smart. I, I personally think he should be in the front office. He of an needs NFL to be team. in somebody's front office, but I'm not. I'm mad for him, but I'm not mad for me because yes. then I get to hear Louis Riddick talk about football. So with I, I don't know, it kind of was swept under the rug, and and I, honestly, I'll be 100 percent honest and transparent. I didn't know we were still doing the whole if you haven't been vaccinated with COVID from COVID 19 that ESPN just didn't allow their on air talent to travel. Because that's why Mel Kuyper wasn't at the NFL draft. He was in his home. I did not even because I just he did he not. Just didn't he didn't want to be. He there. got. Un, he was unvaccinated. Hmm. And I thought. I honestly. I did not know why. I thought but, he just didn't want to be there. But Booger. Booger needs to walk Booger. away. Booger needs to walk away from an ESPN broadcast. I like Booger. No, I hate. I, I, hate, okay, I hate. That's a mean word. I dislike I, Booger on play-by-play color commentary, but I like Booger. Mm. analyst role like at at like a sports center desk or in the role that he's in right now maybe i don't mind it but if he's doing like color commentary he doesn't do play yeah. play if he's doing color commentary yeah. no please maybe get away. maybe the booger mobile bad idea i just disliked him so much on color commentary that it carried over to just when i saw him on the desk i, I like booger he knows what he's talking about he's, he's, he knows football see well the espn did a really really bad job of mel kuyper because they had him in like the box or whatever and mel kuyper's been doing this like 35 42 40 or 42 years Fifty-seven thousand years yeah forever right and he's kind of the staple when you turn on it's always mel kuyper and todd mcshay they're they're mock drafts todd, right todd 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 <laughs> todd mcshay um and you you turn on espn and it's Greenberg, Lou Riddick, and Booger. Booger. Why do I keep saying Booger? Booger. Booger. Booger McFarland. And I'm like, where is Mel Kuyper? This does not feel like an NFL draft without Mel Kuyper. Then he pops up in a little box. They give him like 15 seconds to work with. They turn the box away. And then it's back to Booger and, and, and like, Greenberg talking. And I'm here, like, what Mel. is going on here? Do you think and he then, was giving his... then they're talking over each other. Like, yeah. Mel Kuyper, after a dude gets drafted or before, and they're like, what do we think that they're going to draft here? And they bring up Mel Kuyper in the little box, and he's trying to talk to him. But Booger's so infatuated with what he has to say that he doesn't let Mel Kuyper talk. And at the end of the day, Mel Kuyper is a better draft guy I want to listen to Mel Kuyper way more than I want to listen to McFarland. Well, Mel, I'm sorry. 
It just was not meant to be. You were you were meant to be talked over by by Booger. Why do you do this? Just you can't in. wait. No, hop on the microphone. You're you not, can't no. wait. No, Nate, no, no. Get, Nate, stay. Come back stay. in here. Come back in here. Bad actually, dog. Actually, question. Question. Come here. Why do you do? Close do the you, door. Oh, you're talking to mom. Okay, I'm Tell sorry. Tell mom I said what's up. Uh, so, do you like Booger McFarland? No, he's terrible. Thank Former you. Colt though. <laughs> I like Booger. Am I the only one? No, he's I, terrible. I, I hate. He's all. Like he said I, I hate the way that Booger talks. I don't like Booger on color commentary, he's but I like. But I like Booger doing anal- analyst stuff. I'd rather him do analyst stuff than color. I, yes, is a yes, joke. yes. The color bad. I think I think my dislike for him doing color commentary carried over into last night. I'd agree with that. Leave Booger so, alone. Leave no. Booger alone, as Nick Col- said. Colorado, Booger. Thank you, Nathan. Um, Colorado Herbie says I like Booger better. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, like Mike Greenberg, I did not like. I saw a lot of reaction on Twitter. Everybody wanted Wingo Trey Wingo back. Trey mm. Wingo, right? Yes, Trey Wingo back. I liked Greeny. Was Wingo on NFL Network? Maybe, maybe. I, I didn't watch NFL Network, so somebody can help it. us out. Normally, out on the that's where line. I watch the NFL draft is on NFL Network, but I just watched it on ESPN because I just decided to. the The NFL draft last night was actually it kept me entertained because of all the trades. Yes, you I, never I knew realized. I realized like after the probably twelfth pick that and the seventeenth trade. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, no. I'm saying I realized after the twelfth pick last night that I probably wouldn't care that much about the NFL draft in round one, ex- outside of the first like twelve picks, if there weren't trades. Really? Yeah. Like I'm more interested now, and maybe this is just a thing because Nebraska guys are gonna get gonna get their name called today. But I, I'm more excited about today's draft than or today's two rounds, rounds two and three, than I would be about. I think it's because you don't have an NFL team. Like for me, maybe I'm always interested in the NFL draft, and it's later on in the first round because that's normally where New England picks. Now they're like middle of the first round, and they can never get anybody. And by never get anybody, I mean they're just going to trade down and take somebody from Tennessee, Chattanooga, instead <laughs> yeah, of. Okay, yeah. How are we feeling about that? Because I, I saw I, I saw the know, whole thing dude. that he doesn't have highlights. I don't know, dude. I, I watched his highlights. They they finally had some, but when he was first oh, drafted, good. when he was first drafted, Booger and Lewis Riddick and and they all just kind of sat there, and you just hear one of them go, "Huh." Every single and draft I was pick. Like, no, no, it was every single draft pick. You just hear their mic go, "Hmm, ooh, ah," uh. and then the chat new guy, "Uh, uh." Yeah, like uh. it was like it was like oh we we need and to find like, that Dang audio. It. We need to try to find that audio. Like as the soon break, as they but. said they said his name, and I was like, who? is this and then no yeah. highlights just a picture of him his height weight where he's from like whatever i'm like this is what it, bill what are you doing Bill, i understand you have six super bowl yeah you know, well you have more because you mm-hmm. had some from before you were a head coach but what are you doing i just loved how they were trying to they, they were trying to justify um the the idea that you know the patriots do this all the time the patriots they did the same thing with the packers last night which missy mud dog I'm sorry. Let, let me know how you feel. The, the <laughs> Packers will ne- will ne- you just need to accept they will I, never take a skill position so, player in the first round as long as Aaron Rodgers so they, is there. They drafted, so they drafted the, their first pick or whatever. Then their second time last night, they were trying to be like, you know what? Bo- Booger was out there going, oh, yeah, there's no Devontae Adams left, so you know maybe they're not going to draft a skill guy. And Lou Riddick's like, well, you don't know if there's a Devontae Adams until you know, like yeah. Devonte Adams, right before he got drafted, we weren't saying, "Oh, he's going to be the next, like one of the top two receivers in the NFL." And and, and then Booger's like, "Oh yeah, I guess that's right." Well, so they, like they, they justified to... they justified why 
Green Bay was going to take a wide receiver later in the first round when they already passed up on a skill position earlier. And then they drafted inside linebacker. I feel like Booger knew that they weren't going to take a skill guy, so he was yeah. just trying to pass on, like, hey, Packers fans, don't uh, trying don't to justify them. why it's okay. Yeah, well, there's no Devontae Adams, so <laughs> you Which, should be okay. Speaking of, six wideouts were taken last night. I know. Six <laughs> wideouts were taken last night. In case you were curious, the over-under that Vegas set on wide receivers taken in the first round was five and a half, so they hit it right on the head. Um, shout out to Vegas. Shout out to Vegas. But they uh, six wide receivers were taken, and I honestly thought that the Packers were going to take the wide receiver out of Arkansas. But then the Titans decided to sweep in, trade, trade, away AJ Brown. trade A.J. Brown, who then signed a $100 million extension with the Eagles, and they take the Traylon Burks guy from Arkansas. They take Traylon Burks, whose NFL comp was A.J. Brown. <laughs> exactly. But so they got a younger, cheaper A.J. Brown. Which now this year, so AJ I, said he wasn't going to play for the Titans until they re-signed him. He was one. He was yeah, one. Well, him, Debo Samuel, and there was one other. I don't remember who it was. Uh, oh, uh, Terry McLaurin, I believe. Mm-hmm. So have, have all said or had all said, uh, we are not going to go to OTAs. We're not going to play for the team or practice with the team during off season until we sign our extensions. Our, and AJ Browns is, is taken care of now because yeah. he's not there anymore. Uh, Debo Samuel, I don't see the 49ers trading Debo away unless they can get, you know, a first round pick next year for something. But it has to be from a team that's that they don't think is going to be good, even with Debo Samuel, because apparently Debo they're one of the teams is Kansas City looking at Debo Samuel. But teams don't want to trade no. with Kansas City for a first round pick because you're going to be good. So we're, you're going to get like a 30th pick. So. Yeah. Um, so that that's interesting. The whole Marquise Brown Hollywood to Arizona, that's interesting. I, I saw a tweet today that said um, Hollywood Brown requested a trade right after the season, and we just never knew anything about it. Well, so looking at his tweets and Lamar's tweets, I don't know if that's Lamar true. Jackson's not happy. No, not well. So I, you know, I, I'm wondering more if Lamar Jackson's okay with Hollywood Brown moving on. I, I wonder if it's more of Lamar Jackson getting pissed that they didn't draft somebody to to take his spot. No, I think they're. I think like they took. Lamar's, they got Linderbaum. They took Kyle Hamilton as well. Yeah, but that's no help for Lamar. If you look at who uh, Lamar Linderbaum has, is a lot of help. Okay, for yes, yeah. yes, but if if you look wide receiver wise, he's got ba- Rashad Bateman, Bateman, and then they have Mark Andrews. That's two solid weapons. Just filling the pieces around. You need more than two solid weapons in the AFC. This this draft is is loaded with with wide receivers and pretty skilled running backs. Although they have it's, somebody running back, I can't remember. J.K. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. So Who's fine, coming man. off of an injury? They'll be fine. J.K. Dobbins will be fine. But <laughs> it was such a weird, weird NFL draft at the top because you had mm-hmm. five defensive players go. Yeah. All in a row, which was the first time since 1997, I think is what they said. Five right. defensive players going before your first offensive player. And you had Derek Stingley Jr. going number three overall uh, yeah. to Houston, which if it were three years ago. In 2019, hell yeah, bro. I would understand. But now, mm-hmm. you're going off a straight potential and what you saw three years ago because Derek Stingley is not the same guy he was. Granted, I'll give you the fact that he was injured. But again, he he was injured. He hadn't played that well up to that point. If if you're gonna take a corner that high, you're take you should take Sauce Gardner. You take the guy who hasn't allowed That's a right. touchdown. They took, they took Stingley before and then a, Sauce. Sauce was taken immediately after That's by right. the Jets. 
if you're going to take a corner in the top five, in the top three, you take the guy who hasn't allowed a touchdown his entire college career. I'm trying to. I'm. Am I wrong? The, no, no, definitely not. You I'm take the to, guy. You take the guy who can't find his way to the stage. Takes a wrong turn. Is wearing all the ice. Man's had Jeez. at least ten pounds worth of chains. So let's. I like. I like Atlanta's pick with Drake London. At number, I eight. do like Drake London. What did he break his ankle or something? Yeah, had some ankle injury. Um, Drake London is a fantastic yeah. wide receiver. I was surprised that Drake London went before Garrett Wilson, but maybe it's more of what Atlanta needs, I suppose. Well, Eric, if you look at the numbers and what he put up in the eight games before he got hurt, yeah, he was on pace to finish as the best receiver. So Arizona's really interesting, and I'm sure you guys will get this with Bach, um, but they they take excuse me, they trade the number 23 overall pick and the 100th overall pick in the third round for Marquise Brown. Um, they pair Kyler Murray and Marquise Brown back up like they were at Oklahoma. Kyler Murray, who they still haven't signed. And, and yes, but Marquise Brown is the guy um, now can replace Christian Kirk, mm-hmm. who is no longer in Arizona. So I, I understand why Arizona did that. Now they have Marquise Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondale Moore, and Kyler Murray on offense. Which which that on paper a, that which on s- paper I like that a that lot. That is a tiny offense. Yes, outside but of DeAndre deep, Hopkins. It's deep well, yeah, deep threat. Like with, DeAndre's with like six three, Marquise is like five ten, Rondale's five ten, Kyler Murray's five ten. Yeah. Like that is a That's tiny right. offense. That's <laughs> and right. then the giant. Um, I also I also think that the Bengals got good value at 31 with Dax Hill. I did not understand the Cowboys selection, the Tulsa offensive lineman. Is that who they took? They took Tulsa offensive tackle Tyler Smith, 24th overall. But he graded out at like they showed it on ESPN in a graphic as like the 43rd best player in the draft. Hmm. And they 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 drafted him 24th overall. And, and Jerry Jones completely taking a shot at development there. Um, I wonder who made. I wonder who made that call since Jerry Jones was calling out his GM before mm. the draft, saying he made the call on the GM made the call on Taco Charlton who didn't work out, and That's Jerry true. made the call on uh, on Micah Parsons. So I wonder yeah, who well, made the call on this guy. Everybody should have making made the call on, on Micah Parsons last year. Rico, before we get to break, I need to stake my claim here. Don't don't no no. We are going Nick, to do this, Nick. Don't do this to yourself. Don't pick a better team. It's it's not necessarily that I'm going to be a fan of this team. You're go- if you're doing this, you're going to become. I, a fan. I'm going to be interested. I'm Do going you to be like pain? So after watching the draft last night, I think this might be the year that the, that the that the Lions have a decent year. What decent year? Eight win? No, okay, maybe not eight. Seven. They're on the, they're on the cusp of the playoffs. This guy. I'm 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 writing it. We can. I'll write it on the board. I'm going Please to write do. it on the board. Please do. Detroit Lions have seven wins this year. Will they still finish last in the in the NFC North? Who else is there? It's that's the Packers. Vikings. Packers. Packers no. Bears. No, they will not. They will not. They will not. Just put that. Okay. The the Lions will not finish last in the NFC just, North. Just put that. You don't even need to put a win total with it. And, and you might say, Nick, you're insane. And I, you know, judging by recent Nick, history, you might be because I've also said on this show, this program, that I hate Jared Goff. <laughs> you you have said that. <laughs> but if you look at what's around Jared Goff and four zero two four six four five six eight five, send in your hot takes.
because this is a show strictly about hot takes. Yeah, hit us with your NFL draft hot takes. What did you see last night with your team that you either hate or love? Here's the Lions offensive arsenal after last night. DeAndre Swift, 23 years old. Jamal Williams, 27 years old. Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameson Williams, DJ Chark, TJ Hawkinson. They have a, a very young... Who's throwing the ball? They have a very young offensive line, but you know who's on the right side of that offensive line? A guy named Panay Sewell that they drafted with a top five pick last year. A lot of upside with Panay Sewell. Mm-hmm. Who's throwing the ball? Jared Goff. Okay. That's exactly why I needed them to get somebody... I needed a quarterback. They needed to get a quarterback last night. Who's on the left side? Or what if what if they trade for um, Baker? Still don't like it. Why have the Detroit Lions not been talked about as a destination for Baker? Because it's Detroit. Would well the Browns won't take an even swap Goff for Baker. What but is, what is what, what's the worst city to live in? Cleveland or Detroit? Four zero two four six four five. Oh, six, there it is. Five. That's a, that that could be a poll question. Um, I I think the Lions are going to finish second to last in the NFC North, ahead of the Bears, the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to be bad this year. I think we're about to see how bad wow. Kirk Cousins is. Wow, you really said that with your whole chest. Huh? I did. I did. I, I, I still believe in, in Justin Fields. You hmm, Okay. Okay. Rico, you good? That why, is, why a, is that, that is so, a ridiculous what, what is What is going to make Minnesota so good? Just the fact that they're always mediocre. They will never finish last. They will never finish first. They will always be second or third. That is that is the Kirk Cousins way. I, I might just go That is the here. Kirk Cousins way. Kirk Cousins is he bad. Has, he has uh, he has one of the top ten, top eight receivers in the league. He has another receiver with probably some of the best hands in the league. I thought one of them left. I thought Thielen was a free agent. Nope, Thielen is still there. And even if he was a free agent, he's dang, not going anywhere. Dang, maybe that's a bad maybe that's a bad take then. Their defense is, is Dalvin still Cook. pretty I guess, solid. I guess Dalvin Cook's there. Still pretty solid. They just picked up a great safety. Maybe. All right, so that that one's out for discussion. Goodness that one's out for discussion. Can I just put the win total back? Detroit, yeah, Detroit, sure, sure. Detroit will finish with more than seven wins. Sure, we can do that. Seven wins or more. Okay. Over under on Detroit wins set, is at seven. Seven. Okay. No, no, no. It would be six and a half. It would six and a half. It would be six and a half. It'd be either six or seven. Okay, I'll write that on the board. I, I just think Cousins is bad. Um, Cousins isn't a good quarterback, but he's just, he's mediocre. Who are you taking, Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins? And if you Kirk say Cousins. Kirk Cousins, oh my, Rico. I'm going to take Kirk Cousins. That is unreal what you just said. Yeah, I'm going to take Kirk Cousins. That is the stupidest thing. You, you've said a lot of stupid things, Rico. I don't think I, I have. I have. And, and, and that might be the dumbest it. thing. I don't think that is. Uh, okay, Unnamed Texture says this. Ravens killed it in the draft. They traded Hollywood Brown, who is not a number one, for yeah, essentially true. a pick, pick 25. Ended up with Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linderbaum. Raiders and Vikings fan here, so not much for my teams to point at. Uh, Thomas and Lincoln says this Cousins is not a good QB although I can't complain because Carolina needs to get Baker so that way we have a good QB did Carolina got that offensive tackle from NC State right yeah that's who they that's who they picked Ikem up Okonu Okonu also did you know his dad they were talking to his dad's a 6'6 doctor 6'6 doctor who played college basketball yeah and his mom ran track yeah um did you? I was Amazing shocked. I was athlete. shocked to see Kayvon Thibodeau go so early to the Giants. Were you? I wasn't. 
I was shocked. I was shocked to see him go. I I thought the Giants could have. Who who was their second pick that they they grabbed? Evan Neal. Yeah, I was sh- surprised that they did not. Combo right I was surprised that they did not get um, a wide receiver with where Kayvon was because I think Kayvon would have been there. I think Kayvon wouldn't have been. Well, they wanted both. They wanted mm-hmm. Kayvon and Evan Neal. And this, like we said, this draft is so stacked with wide receivers. You can get a pretty solid wide receiver in the second or third round. You'll be fine. So I'm on NFL.com. This is the last thing before we get to break. NFL.com, uh, day one quick snap grades for all 32 teams. New England Patriots, D. Yeah. UT Chattanooga guard Cole Strange. <sighs> the Patriots traded down from number 21, acquiring two middle-round picks from the Chiefs. Their pick at number 29 was a surprise as Strange was selected at least 40 to 50 picks of he- ahead of where we expected him to go. Yep. Rico. Do you want to know some te- some some players that they could have had? Trent McDuffie, Quay Walker, Kyer Elam, Tyler Smith, which whatever, Tyler Linderbaum, which they're they're thinking of putting Cole Strange at center. Why not just get the best center? Jermaine Johnson, <laughs> oh, Devin Lloyd, <laughs> yeah, Jermaine Devontae Johnson Wyatt. dropped. Yeah, they were. They you could were have talking taken Jermaine. It. You could have taken Karloftis. I hate it here, man. You you missed out, Rico. Um, last text before we get to break, Nick. You should stick with five waffles instead of. Uh, Five waffles a day instead of drinking like today. Lions, seven <laughs> wins, really? So Hutchinson is worth four wins? No way. Four wins at best. Um, I like their offense. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't like their quarterback. I like DeAndre Swift. I love Jamison Williams. TJ Hawkinson was my fantasy football tight end this last season. Um, good good little threat there at tight end. Panay Sewell. Dan, on the right and, side. and here's who's, the deal. Dan, blind Dan Campbell is the head coach. He's breaking knees. He's he's biting kneecaps. Biting kneecaps. Thank Ripping you. them off. Ripping kneecaps. Whatever, In- inject dude. Dan Cam- Campbell into my veins. We need to get to a break because you're drunk. All right, let's get to break. I'll sober up during the commercials. Um, once again, happy hour sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting. Shout out also to Good Sense for Good Sense Fridays. 402-464-5685. Uh, Latrell Neville entered the transfer portal a couple hours ago. We'll kind of discuss it. All things Husker football on a Friday coming up next. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.